Friends, the time has come uh, to hear about uh, some of our mission partners in Fiji. Great to have uh, some uh, visitors with us here this morning who are part of the team uh, who have visited Fiji recently. I believe to start off, we've got uh, a brief video uh, that sets the scene. So it's video number one, guys. So this is uh, this will set the scene, this will set the agenda um, before some of the team come up and share. So we're all set, bags checked, and we're ready to go to depart Sydney, SYD, Sydney International Airport. Very early, got up at five. We had a little yeah. bit of problem with security, because they wanted to check out what was in the bags. <laughs> and he opened it up and he said, what is it? It's a sewing machine. It's on my phone too, Jay. And I showed everybody. No. International arrivals in Fiji. And Shirley, at least Shirley has arrived. <laughs> we have arrived. Hi. Please be with you. And with you. So in the past, when I've spoken to you about TGNI, the Good Neighbour International, I've given you the executive summary. But the wonderful Lynn has given me 15 minutes today, so here we go. <laughs> so TGNI um, is a registered charity in India and was started by a um, Fijian Indian Paul Rams were up. Now, Paul's story <clears throat> began um, when he decided that after uh, building up a very successful engineering company and retail furniture business, that uh, making money wasn't just what his journey was all about. So uh, he decided to go back to uh, university, to college, and became a um, minister of the church and became a minister for the Assemblies of God. He then, after a period of time, found that that wasn't quite as fulfilling as he thought it might have been and he decided to take a small pilgrimage around the island of Viti Levu and just took off one day just with uh, a little backpack and walked around the island, uh, stopping every now and again to talk to people about what their journey was and what their needs were. He relied on them for shelter, he relied on them for food, and by the time he'd got round, he decided that being an ordained minister was fine, but that God was calling him to do other things. So he joined the Ministry of Habitat for Humanity International, 
and that's where I met Paul. So after uh, we had a, a bonding and uh, got on very well together, he invited me to join his um, charity, uh, Good Neighbour International, and he, that was in about 2004. 2005, I uh, asked the church, this church, whether they'd be in, uh, interested in supporting the ministry. And since then, uh, we've had what we call holidays with a purpose, and groups of people have gone to Fiji, and um, we've done uh, projects like we built three three houses over there. And during that time, uh, one of the people who joined us was the lovely Lynn Chapman. And Lynn decided that uh, as she had special skills in sewing and teaching, that uh, could she join one of these holidays with a purpose and bring a small team of people to teach sewing. So uh, that we did and I think that's about when I'll hand over to Lynn. She can now give you her story. I think it's our stories because it's not just mine, it's all the people that have been there over the years with us. We have done four sewing trips to Fiji and each one has been incredibly different. This one we went with incredibly ambitious um, goals for ourselves, partly because I've always felt that we've been building on the skills of the ladies and the people that Sarati is bringing to us to teach. And one of those is to enable them to change the way they work, to no longer be on the farm, to no longer be doing farming, but to be doing a skill that pays quite well and also provides them with things that they can't afford to buy themselves. So with the help of the team, mostly over here, and I am, for those who don't know, I was a fashion teacher at TAFE and last year I took another fashion teacher with me because I felt that it really helped to have two of us with this amazing team that helps. And last, this time I spoke to Debbie last year when we were meant to go and she was a TAFE teacher and friend who worked with me and she has an amazing ability to grade and do patterns. And patterns are the one thing that I haven't been able to leave in Fiji because I've needed them back home. But this time we took sets of patterns, all computer cut and in cardboard. So this has enabled these ladies now to be in a village or in a settlement where they have them. So this time... Not only was it ambitious in what we wanted to achieve, but we were given two groups. I wanted four returning students and eight new students. I wanted to build on the relationship and also the skills that the four ladies had had before. Unfortunately, because of COVID, it has been four years since we were there. So Debbie got to do the advanced students, who probably had forgotten quite a few things. So there were times when she was thinking, this is going really, really quickly. I think we'll be finished before next week. And the team and I looked at each other and went, okay, Debbie, on Tuesday it changed to, do you really think we're ever going to get these men's shirts finished? So what we did was we introduced skills. We made bags. We made Sulus. And we made boy shirts. 
Now, these shirts, they not only made in white, and you'll see in the videos coming up, they also made in coloured. They made men's shirts, which you will also see in the video. This is not an easy task. There were eight ladies, mostly young, who had never used a sewing machine before. So you'll see in the video, which lasts three minutes, what took us nine days, eight hours a day, with a lot of incredibly hard work from everybody, teachers and also the ladies. But what we did was we take a lot of resources with us. So we work for weeks and weeks before we go. We do samples. We try and have all the assets and all the resources we need to make sure these ladies go back and are able to continue, not just with our help, but with the notes they get and all the information. So this time it was interesting because Sorotti brought a young group to us. When a village is very large in Fiji, they do a breakaway and they call it a settlement. So this group of ladies, and there was four of them, there were six in the beginning, but in the end there was four, went back to, the to their settlement with skills to enable them to really work, and you'll see that also in videos. The ladies are amazing. They smile, they laugh, they sing. Um, we try very hard to also be jolly, and we also try to sing and smile. But there are times when it is really hard. So please don't underestimate when you see the very short video of how much work has been involved. Um, what I really wanted to achieve in this video, and you'll see in the videos that come, was to show you the setup that we have, to show you what all your support, what all your finances have actually helped us with. We have a really good setup. So my Heartfelt thanks goes to everybody here and all the family and friends that have all donated all different things. You've donated machines and threads. What these ladies get from this program is not achievable to them unless we go. They don't have an education system that is as available as ours. These ladies do a lot of crying and thanking us because as they say, this is something we only could dream of. So it's not, it is, it, and it also gives them the power when the, it encourages them when they go back to their families to show them how education can help. And my vision is that with the ladies that are sewing and the amount that they get, which isn't a large amount of money, will help them pay for what will be their children's education. So we're just going to do a quick video. Ibolovinaka to everyone. Uh, my name is Sarote. I look after the Good Neighbor International. It is a locally based uh, program uh, that operates here in Fiji. The Good Neighbor has uh, several locations in Fiji, mostly in Vikilevu, where we had been working with the community for some time. The vision of the Good Neighbor is exactly what it says over here, that we are working to create employment eh? with the locals, uh, especially families in the village. Straight sewing to make sure when we stitch around the collar, mm. 
pitch the seam, it is straight. It doesn't go like that, it doesn't go like that, it must be straight. Everything's covered. I'm just machining slowly, getting to the moving the pin. This was a raw edge. I would have to zigzag it first. Remember we did that on the sample? Nikki, do those little lining boards do the job? They do the job, except these ones are old ones that are just trying to level them up. <laughs> but yeah, they do do the job. They're great. So while I'm teaching them, I'm actually doing it right too. Actually, I could even just measure. So that's 16. one of our advanced students and she has worked with us previously however Va has been quite ill how many months were you sick eight months you've been sick for yeah, it's pretty exciting when you see the you see the collar done on the man's shirt we've had a power shortage so we've had to stop work everybody unplug their irons You all saw Sorotti there, and Sorotti, as James and I have probably been saying Sorotti a lot, but now you can see exactly what she looks like and sounds like. <clears throat> she is a remarkable woman who works very hard to, in, to empower the women. So I think I'm just going to check my notes quickly that I haven't forgotten anybody. I just can't emphasise enough how important it is for these ladies, how much joy they get. They come to TGNI for two weeks. They are fed, they are housed together, they all stay together, they form incredible bonds. And we learn their stories about them as well and some of their stories are interesting. One of the ladies that you may see in some of the photos was widowed two years ago and left with a three-year-old. She went home after she left us and within one day had made two shirts. So that is equivalent to probably about two weeks' work in the fields for what she will sell those for. So the advantage of this time we sent them home not only with machines but we sent them home with fabric is that once you sell one shirt, you have enough money to buy fabric for another three. So you will also see in the video we taught them a lot of skills. Mostly it was Debbie that taught these skills, which was the cutting and bundling. And you'll see a photo where they've actually bundled just like we taught them and that makes us laugh <laughs> um, and smile because that's what we need to see. We've also been told that Var, who was on the film, who's quite ill, her husband's been incredibly supportive. 
he's actually built a small shop and they will start selling things from that shop. We were very worried she was in bed for eight months and a Fijian lady does not stay in bed for eight months unless she's incredibly ill. Um, so she's gone back and she's got a group together now and they're forming a sewing group. So when you learn to sew and when we teach, it is not necessarily everybody has the same skills. So what we did in the last two days was we cut out four shirts and got the ladies to work together. They each put their hand up for what they wanted to do. Some like collars, some like sleeves, and they work together as a group. And we explained that in the village there's lots of jobs. There's ironing, there's pressing, there's sewing on buttons, there's folding. So hopefully when they go back, and they've started already, they will work as a team and produce shirts. And we've already been told the settlement have now made shirts for every little boy to go to school. So you will see this in the next video. When we came here, we came with nothing. When we're going back, we're going back with a lot of things. Eh? Our minds are full of knowledge that we had not received. The impact of this assistance that the ladies from Church in the Marketplace are doing is enormous. It's, it's not just a small, eh? because uh, it sort of opens up their their mind of what they themselves can do apart from just family. And like what they always say, every good thing comes to an end, yes? Okay. And we have a great two weeks. Our colleague Paul is not here with us. He uh, was a great friend and uh, founder of TG&I. We're very grateful that we've got Sarati as our leader and uh, it's good to see the results. You should be very proud of what you've been able to achieve in such a short time. This two weeks course is meant a lot to us, which enable individuals to develop their own abilities and improve their quality of life. Since majority of us were unable to receive a proper education, I want to convey my heartfelt gratitude to all the work tirelessly to make the world a better place individual like me. And also, these great souls who provide their unconditional support to create the cause of this foundation. It has a tremendous impact on our happiness and success. And once again, we appreciate the Good Neighbor International for the way they support us. Thank you and have a good day. can see is what people have donated in Australia.
Thank you. I'd now briefly like to just invite the team up so you can, you've seen some of them probably where we're quite hot while we're working. So if you, the team would like to come up to the stage and I was just going to ask them a quick question about how they found the experience this time because several have been before and also those that it was at their first time. So would you like to come up, please? Kathy, Shirley, Rhonda, Nikki, Debbie. We were a smaller than usual team but we still were incredibly successful. So I'm just going to ask them briefly if there was something they would like to remember and they're all saying they want to go first. <laughs> so I'm going to make... I actually told Rhonda 20 minutes ago that she was speaking, so I'll let her go first. Thanks, Lynn. Um, just watching the video and seeing Rosa, who is the young girl who's saying thanks in the purple and yellow um, outfit. Um, I worked with her on the first day and she was so scared of the sewing machine, she put her hands over her eyes and she, she couldn't look at the sewing machine. And she and I said to her, just be calm, we'll get started. And she said, no, Mum, I can't, Mum, Mum. And couldn't look me in the eye. By the third day, she was holding my hand. I was Rhonda, I was no longer Mum. And by the time we left, she was assisting one of the older ladies to um, put the buttons on the shirt and finish so that it was finished on time. That is miraculous in two weeks. When Lynn says we work, worked hard, it's also the Holy Spirit who was present in sewing because I just couldn't see that of having, having happened in two weeks from where we started. Just. <laughs> so it's a miracle. <laughs> Hi. I, I did say I didn't want to talk, but um, um, it's purely because, as you saw in that video, I'm this the sucky of this, and also the youngest. So I've just been crying um, seeing, <laughs> seeing that. Um, the, what I got out of the um, trip this time, this is my second time, um, is building relationship as well as friendship. Um, and also one of the messages, it's funny enough, um, this morning, um, that's why I was looking at my phone, um, the message for uh, it's Colossians 3, 23, 24 says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. It is the Lord Christ you are serving. So that actually clears up of why I do this and why we all do this as we're serving the Lord whether it means that I was the runner. Basically, I'm not a good sewer. <laughs> um, the last time I was doing, you know, either thread a needle, needle um, put on the button, um, which, I don't know, the last day of, like, 12, 20 buttons. Uh, with, yeah. So um, that was a message, and that's what I got out of this, um, is that, you know, serving for the Lord um, doesn't take much even if it's just being there. Um, and I'd like to thank everybody here for also embracing and um, supporting us. Uh, that's enough for me. Here you go, Shirley. Okay. No, she I because I talked. So the thing that impressed me over there, um, every afternoon we packed up about 4 o'clock and we went back to our hotels and the ladies packed up their machines. On the last day when we had our farewell, one of the young ladies turned up in a brand new dress 
and she had a bag and she had been sneaking back every night, getting her sewing machine out and making herself the dress in the bag, which we didn't know about. And that shows how keen they are. Oh, what can I say? I'm sort of... I always feel like I'm in the background. Uh, uh, but the ladies always draw me out <laughs> and are so grateful for... Uh, everyone who is there and they are all so very, very keen. It's a delight to be with them. Thank you. Uh, good morning and Bula. Uh, so I'd like to thank Lynn especially. She did ask me to go in 2020 and was really looking forward to that trip and unfortunately it took three years to make my first trip. Uh, Lynn was my teacher at TAFE when I was a student and then we worked together and I think that really showed in Fiji that we both had the same teaching style. So obviously Lynn was a very, very good teacher. Um, it was a joy seeing those ladies every day and then, you know, producing all the work. Yes, my expectations were very high. Uh, <laughs> but we got complete. Everything was complete, which was great. But seeing the emails and texts since we've left, it's been really fantastic. And I'm wondering whether... Um, I think their skills are going to increase so much in the next year, we're going to have to really work out what we're going to do the following year. And thank you all for the uh, money and the items you donate because it was really great that we know that they're going back to their villages and they've got all the equipment that they need to be able to continue with what we were doing. This, this time I actually took my husband so he could see why I come home so exhausted but also why he could, he could take the film. So that is actually a very small skippet and it's taken probably about 70 or 80 hours to put that together which seems incredible. But um, I just want to see what Peter got out of it. Yes, I, I was in the unique position of um, just being there all the time um, behind the camera. And um, just seeing it all happen day after day, it was just, uh, I mean, it really impressed me. I mean, you kind of have to be there to see it working. And I hadn't been in that position before. I'd been over there before, but not being there for the whole time. And um, it, uh, it just really impressed me how hard everybody was working, um, our team and, and their team, and um, just doing what needed to be done, getting over a few obstacles like when the lights went out. And uh, just seeing God working, sort of making it all happen, was, um, yeah, I was really fortunate to have that experience. Yeah. So just to finish, just another big thank you to the team and for the hard work and also for, for everything that Church in the Marketplace has done for us. We are planning another trip next year, <laughs> which I always think that the one we've just done will be our last, but then we need to go back. So... We actually had a bit of a meeting the other day and had a bit of a chat of what it will look like. So please stay tuned. You will hear more about when we're going. Um, pray for us and thank you again for your support. Any questions? Are there any quick questions for the team about their work in Fiji? Yeah, that's a good question. Pete, the question was, for those watching online, did you learn to sew at all, Pete? No, not really. He was the cinematographer.
question is, what happens to the shirts? Do they get sold? What happens in a village is if, if there's a wedding or if there's a special occasion, they actually get the shirts made. So previously they either buy them, which is prohibitive, they can't, or they have a, an Indian lady usually who is not very good and charges quite a lot of money. So, and they buy their own fabric. So there's two things they will be doing. They will be making for themselves, they will be making for their village, and at the moment they're even talking about making in advance and selling them at uh, markets and at sports Apparently the sports days are very big in Fiji because they love rugby league and rugby union. So the ladies are looking at whether they can start doing that. So the fact that we gave the material meant they were actually... I think Debbie worked out that shirts cost about $1.25 and they sell for about $7. So from that they'll be able to make at least another four. And that includes school uniforms, Lynn? We did, we did boys' shirts for school uniforms, yes. Um, we need to go back. We need to provide a, a library of patterns because without the patterns, it's like building a house without plans. It may start off okay, but sometimes doesn't look right. So my aim this year is to take another, another lot of patterns over for next year and give them what we call a pattern library. Is there material available in Fiji, Lynn? You could ask you could ask Debbie and Rhonda and James who went shopping. There's a mass of it. Yeah, it's it mostly probably coming in from India, because of the Indians that live in the Fiji Indians. Yeah, it's much cheaper than here. Yeah, we never take fabric because it's heavy and it's cheaper to buy there. But we do take thread, buttons, and everything else you saw. Can I spend a moment in prayer praying for this team, thanking them for their work and uh, committing their work over the coming year to God. But on behalf of a grateful church and a grateful community, I'm sure a grateful community in Fiji, thank you for your efforts. Thank you for your willingness to go and to love and to serve. Amen. Thank you, team. Please stay while I pray for you. We're going to lift up these, uh, this team in prayer. Let's pray. A loving Heavenly Father, thank you so much for these uh, women and men who have heard your call to go and to love and to serve and to bring life. Father, we pray for those that are still there, the TGNI team in Fiji, Sarotti in particular. We pray for her. We pray that you might be using her mightily as she leads the team. We pray that they will continue to use the skills that have been given to them uh, to bless their community, Lord. We pray that you might bless their work, prosper their work, and use it to bring abundance of life in Fiji. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.